0: What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in and to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. I hope you're having a really wonderful day. And um, we have a really interesting topic for you today. And if you hear fireworks in the background, don't worry. We uh, live in Southeast D.C. They shoot usually shoot fireworks around this time of the mm-hmm. year.
1: And now we have a new celebration of independence, which is Juneteenth.
0: Juneteenth. That's amazing. So um, how are you doing today, my love? I'm good. How are you? Perfect. Um, so today's topic is about cults. What is a cult?
1: Yeah. What is a cult?
0: Yeah. But before we get into that, let's dive into the news topic of the day. In 1953, a scientist predicted that a man titled Elon would lead human humans to Mars and crown himself Martian Emperor. Ooh, that's pretty creepy. In October, Elon Musk, the CEO and founder of SpaceX, proclaimed that in 2024, humans would set foot on Mars. The billionaire believes the only way to save the future of humanity is to colonize space. Sounds like a white person. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, come to think about it, like, why go to another planet when we can just fix the one that we're already on?
1: Maybe it's unfixable.
0: Hmm. Quotes. If we make life multiplanetary, there may come a day when some plants and animals die out on Earth but are still alive on Mars, Musk tweeted in mid-April. That makes sense.
1: What are your thoughts on Musk?
0: I think, um, he's rich as hell. (laughs) But, But, like,
1: what kind of draws you to him or strikes you about him?
0: Um, he's an innovator. He's, like, a a modern-day innovator. He's one of the, uh, leading guys on using electricity, like Tesla cars, and, um, He's funding his own um, space program called SpaceX, which is really amazing. Um, he even created a flamethrower <laughs> that 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 sold for like three grand a piece. So he's a he's a really smart businessman.
1: Yeah, and quite intelligent actually. I be, doesn't he have Asperger's? Yeah. Which, um, from my understanding of that people who have asperger's are pretty pretty intelligent
2: mm-hmm.
1: i mean obviously they have a different way that they interpret or um kind of comprehend things but they're supposed to be like very brilliant people
0: mm. so what is it like asperger's is like it makes your brain really focused or really smart or makes you see things differently from see things, different i mean
1: it's a form of um autism Okay. But it's the type of autism where, like, I guess, you know, you could solve a mathematical problem or (laughs) Mm. just like really sharp and analytical. Mm. Something that, quote unquote, normal brains, because nothing is normal, would take a while to understand.
0: It seems like he's a a problem solver. You know, Um, if he has, if he wants to do something, he's like intelligent enough to find um, the right people for the job. Hmm. You know, um, because he didn't sketch out Tesla cars himself. He just employed some really intelligent people to get his dream out there.
1: Yeah. Um, Do you know his like background?
0: I know he's from South Africa. That's about it. And he sold a business. I forget what it was. I think it was like some online thing. Hmm. And um made a couple million off of that. And he just started flipping and flipping his money until he became a billionaire.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. But um, this is a really interesting part of the article. In 1953, a book was published that predicted plans for an Elon to take humans to Mars. So Elon was born in like 1970-something. One, I think. 1971. So a little less than 20 years before that. Hmm. Uh author predicted that a man named Elon would take us to Mars, which is really interesting.
1: That is very interesting. 20
0: years before he was born, somebody published that. So
1: But Elon is also a very unique name. It's not like John or Philip.
0: Right, it's like who who would think of that? Mm-hmm. So um on December 30th must quoted a popular line from Young Frankenstein on Twitter: "Destiny, destiny, no escaping that for me." Hmm. It 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 really makes you think. Like, what's really going on? It's like, is there a a person or a group of people planning, like a shadow group of people planning out things for us or for certain people?
1: It could be that it could be that the universe is actually very in tune Mm -hmm. because I think I believe that there are people that have the ability to predict the future or to share maybe a theory of what could potentially happen through science. Mm -hmm. So maybe the guy was a psychic or maybe he had an ability to have some sort of calling that was like, oh, Elon, you know, like something came to me and the name Elon came up. Yeah. I, I do feel like people have the ability to do those things, even like mediums. Yeah. I'm that type of person that believes in mediums.
0: It's, I, just, I just find it interesting. And um, maybe we do get to Mars in um, three years. Who knows? I'm not sure what we're going to do up there. It's just a, a giant dust ball, and people can't really breathe up there. So, what yeah. are they going to be living in? Giant bubbles?
1: I don't know. But I do believe like now that I think of it in the universe, if we probably all have certain capabilities to connect with situations Mm -hmm. or to be able to adapt, adapt or understand something, Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: whether it's I I don't know. I think that it's like we were talking in the previous pod pod about Watts Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that Ellen wants that. Everything is not as complicated as we make it seem. Maybe it's very straightforward and some people are able to tap in or understand a certain
0: frequency, concept or yeah. frequency.
1: Yeah. And also, you know, maybe there's life on Mars. Maybe. Exist, existing exist, <laughs> existing <got it. laughs> life and living things that are already functioning. And maybe the Earth is in a state that we may not be able to live in where people that are able to afford to go to Mars can do that
0: Mm.
1: if needed, you know, if they want to continue their livelihood.
0: There's a little theory about um, the moon landing being fake. Uh, 1960s uh, United States went to the moon supposedly. And um, a lot of people believe that, yes, they went to the moon and found some crazy stuff up there, like other life and, you know, really ancient type of artifacts but they couldn't bring the exact footage down to the United States because you know we all panic. Um so they recorded the um the moon landing inside of a studio. So like they really went up there, found some stuff.
1: But did not want to share what they found. Exactly. There also is a claim and I'm not sure if it was the same visit, but they said the very first trip, you know, out into outer space was never recorded. Yeah. I don't believe that. Like there's no photographic footage. That's like
0: that's think. the whole p- purpose of going up there is getting evidence and data. They
1: probably have it, but it's there's probably something that they're holding on to mm-hmm. to share with us in the future.
0: Now all of a sudden they coming out with a lot of um, pictures and videos of Unidentified flying objects
1: when they probably had that information yeah for a very long time mm, mm. or they saw, signed an NDA with the people on the moon yeah <laughs> saying you know you can't share what you saw
0: a lot of um, ancient texts like the Bible and in um, Hindu religions um, they talk about people from the stars even Native Americans and some African Most countries
1: have come like yeah. stars.
0: People from the stars helping coming down, helping guiding them, teaching them how to um about ag agriculture and how to stack pyramids and stuff like that and giving them all different type of technologies. It's just really interesting. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about cults. Cults, cults. What is a cult?
1: A cult is a group or movement with a shared commitment to an extreme ideology that's typically led by a charismatic leader or leaders.
2: Hmm.
1: Many cults may be hard to identify, and for some, their beliefs, no matter how strange, are protected under religious freedom. But when their practices involve harassment, threats, illegal activities, or abuse, the law can intervene
0: sounds like a lot of churches out here
1: (laughs) and that was my question um that kind of drew me into this conversation today is what is the difference between religion and a cult Mm -hmm. and because i know that cults are usually shunned upon but understanding the definition without the harassment or the other uh, you know abuses or anything that happens there some religions do have those qualities in them but with the definition, it sounds like religion, that there's a group of people that follow a charismatic leader um, in order to, I guess, you know, change their lives. They go into something committing to rules and regulations of how to worship or how to find yourself
2: Hmm.
1: or join something to seek enlightenment, but there's like restrictions.
0: Do you believe that us as humans have a desire to find a God outside of ourselves? Like, we we look for leadership outside of ourselves. We We have to follow something. You think that's a fact that we have?
1: I think it's true telling for most people. Mm. I understand historically that all of us, not just people of African-American descent, but all of us have come to a point in life where there's a for, f- certain form of society that we follow, whereas traditionally, if we were in our tribes or ethnic groups, whether it be you know, Romans or <laughs> ancient Kemetics or wh- whatever the ethnic group was or the um, clan that you affiliated with, mm-hmm. It was already set in stone from birth, what you believed in, what you followed. But the moment that, you know, we are now in modern day times and there's no set religion for your clan or no set belief or traditions. I think naturally people instinctively have to follow something, Yeah, but it becomes blurred or like confusing or not clear (laughs) when there's so many options. Mm. But then, you know, because you don't know what's better than the other. Whereas if you're in your own clan, that's all you're you're familiar with. That's what you grew up with. But now that the world is so open and the world is smaller because we're connected more, Mm. um, it's difficult to tell what's wrong and what's right. That's why I feel like there's a blurred line between cult and religion.
0: Mm. So you said instinctively, like Just like we instinctively breathe or um, blink like we Mm -hmm. something inside of us makes us and we want we we have to follow something for some reason.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: What is that quote? An apple doesn't fall from far from a tree. Right. So it's like you automatically do what you were raised into doing. So I think religion or like a belief system was filtered through that as well, Mm. through people's upbringings. But the moment that's cut off and you have options, you're not necessarily sure what's wrong and what's right. You then start to judge something based off of the examples that you see from everybody else. Mm. Whereas in a traditional setting or if you were in a smaller clan or a smaller village, you don't really know what's outside or you're not really focused because it was already embedded in your historical line what was being followed. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I think if... In some instance, it could be another form of manipulation and control. You know, um, without rules and regulations, people would do whatever the hell they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? so... People certain people had to create a structure for people to follow and it's like they take the gaze away from us as individuals like we can't believe in ourselves we have to believe in something else mm-hmm. you know like a, a God in the sky that's watching down on us, over yeah. us you know don't do this or the God sees you and you go to hell or don't do this and
2: it's but, like yeah. it's like
0: it's like having a parent look over your shoulder when you're doing something right. bad. So mm-hmm. you have to be good all the time.
1: That's what I feel like makes religion a call. Mm-hmm. Because why do belief systems have rules?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think traditionally, like just as humans, there's always going to be a leader. And there's always going to be followers of that leader. Right. Because you have in traditional Africa, you always have a chief in western settings you always have a king or some form of hierarchy and then you have people that follow that leadership right so it becomes blurry or becomes culty <laughs> cultish yeah. when you start to tell people what they can and can't do in order to be holy or faithful to that belief system
0: yeah i could feel that i could feel that
1: A typical cult requires a high level of commitment from its members and maintains a strict hierarchy separating unsuspecting supporters and recruits from the inner workings. It claims to provide answers to life's biggest questions through its doctrine, along with the required recipe for change that shapes a new member into a true believer. And most importantly, it uses both formal and informal systems of influence including control, to keep members obedient with little tolerance for internal disagreement or external scrutiny. You might wonder whether some of these descriptions might also apply to established religions. In fact, the word cultus originally described people with cultivated, who cultivated the worship of certain gods by performing rituals and maintaining temples, but in time it came to mean excessive devotion.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: many religions became began as cults but integrated into the fabric of the larger society as they grew a modern cult by contrast separates its members from others rather than providing guidelines for members to live better lives a cult seeks to directly control them from personal and family relationships to financial assets and living arrangements Cults also demand obedience to human leaders who tend to be highly persuasive, um, authoritarian, authorita- what is this word? Authoritarian mm-hmm, and narcissistic yeah. streaks, motivated by money, sex, power, or all three. While a cult leader uses personal charisma to attract initial followers, further expansion works like a pyramid scheme, with early members recruiting new ones.
0: I was, um, I think we watched this, I think it was like a vice documentary on this one lady who, um, left her kids and her husband to go pursue a cult and she called herself, um, mother God or something like that. And they went to Denver and, um, she manipulated her followers by sleep deprivation, um, Parading them with like blatant disrespect, and she considered herself like the reincarnation of Jesus and this, that, and the third. Yeah, was, uh, Marilyn Monroe and some other crazy. Yeah, things. some crazy but shit. But
1: 534 times. Right. She's supposed to be, and she's supposed to be probably a billion years old.
0: So the people in her cult weren't allowed to do drugs or drink. But this woman was <laughs> doing drugs and drinking. You know yeah, what I mean? Like an alcoholic. Yeah, it was. It's just crazy, like how people can just. To me, it's just crazy how people can just blindly follow. Somebody like that.
1: Yeah. So, um, I was thinking the same thing about like what your statement. You said that people can blindly follow, but when I was researching, it says that there's three reasons why people join cults. According to a cult recovery therapist named Julia Naftulin from the Insider article. The first one she says is they want to better themselves either professionally or personally. The second one is um, that people are, you know, experienced or face a trauma and they're excessively vulnerable. Um, And then the second one is trying to find a place to belong and seek friendships.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Because they feel alone. Hmm. So, um, with the statement of that they want to better themselves either professionally or personally, cults are typically marketed as organizations that promote self-betterment, whether that means the promise of enlightenment in the case of tantric sex cults or the skills to make all of your professional dreams come true.
0: Hold on, hold on. Are fraternities cults?
1: There's hazing is there. Yeah. It's a group? Yeah. What what were the other characteristics? And they
0: usually cult? um learn from I guess the head of the fraternity.
1: But it's not a belief system, is it? It is. Then I guess it's a cult. Uh, <laughs> I
0: don't know. And I'm, they get brand some I'm, some of them get branded with hot iron.
1: That could be something that's not a cult but seems like one.
0: But then they quote unquote say that You'll be able to get like a job, a professional job, if you know someone who's in the same fraternity or if you meet somebody who's mm, in the same fraternity.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I'll put it in the category of something that's not a cult but does seem like one.
0: Hmm.
1: What are some other things that seem like a cult but isn't considered to be a cult?
0: Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, some forms Islam. of
1: Christianity, like Mormons, get a bad rap, and that's a form of Christianity. They get a they really bad rap. They're considered a cult because mm. of the polygamy and things that aren't really accepted in society right now.
0: Scientology.
1: Scientology is definitely a cult.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Is keto diet something that's probably a cult, but not really a cult?
0: Uh, I'm not. I don't think so. Something you're not really, that's not
1: a cult but seems like one.
0: You know, you're not really following a, a certain individual, right?
1: You're not, but you're following a lifestyle. Hmm. Where you don't eat anything but protein and, what, cheese and veggies.
0: You might as well say all types <laughs> of diets are cults. Or
1: cliques or anything that you follow that's excessive hmm. could be a cult. Yeah. With something that's char- char- charismatic that's leading it. Yeah. Anyway. Going back to the that they want to better themselves either professionally or personally. um, That's why people who are on a mission to improve themselves in a person or professional sense could be susceptible to joining a cult. Um, So you know, people that are maybe had a life changing moment that now have given themselves to God.
2: Mm.
1: I guess could be something that's leading them towards a cult system without really doing research about what that you know religion or belief system is and then before it's too late whatever they thought the religion was going to be ends up being something that is completely different and a lie
0: what about what about um, the army or law enforcement
1: oh my god now you're opening up a whole can of worms
0: I am but if you think about it uh back the blue um the blue wall of silence, a lot of these um police brutality cases, if they say not all cops are bad, which may be true, but if you have a bad cop on the for- force that you work with and you mm-hmm. see a cop do some egregious things and you don't say anything, like are you brainwashed in that cult? Like hmm. are you afraid to say anything? Are you afraid of like getting any repercussions or are you indoctrinated to believe in what you're doing or what your colleagues are doing is is right
1: Hmm. i think with most things that's actually a great point i believe with most things we jump in it without doing research Mm -hmm. so for instance a lot of us that are seeking jobs we may not be interested in that position we get the job And the description they give us all the description you know before we we apply to the job. Mm. Once you get the job, you end up doing tasks that weren't a part of the job description. Right. So maybe with cults, it can look very glamorous and freeing or like beautiful on the outside. But the moment that you're in there, they're now telling you that you can't wear a certain outfit Mm. or you can't eat a certain food or you can't make friends outside of the organization. Like they start being things that w- weren't discussed or brought up until you're actually in it. So maybe you're technically lied to before you enter the situation. And once you're in it, it's too late because they use fear mm. to keep you there. So for instance, Scientology, Yeah. they have this, this place called The Hole. Um, and in The Hole, it's everybody that tried to escape Scientology for any reason or say anything bad. They have their own prison. Mm. Um, which have, like, cameras that are facing the hole. And, you know, they torture you in there or whatever, but it's they cause fear in people and maybe brainwash people to keep them there.
0: Right. And I heard that um, if someone manages to leave Scientology or escape, um, they're, like, excommunicated from friends, family. Um, The Scientologists send like privatized to just basically haze them follow them do all types of different things to like mentally break a person down which is crazy to me
1: it's tough I, I, people don't leave too because of that feeling that you're now being shunned by your family exactly you create a family and relationship with people
0: mm.
1: um yes yeah, it's, it's crazy
0: would america be a cult in what way like the definition that you just broke down to me Mm -hmm. would america be considered a cult we're not exactly worshiping a, a specific person but the flag or the government like those are our leaders and some of us just believe everything they do and say is correct and right and righteous when but it's not not
1: it's not a shared commitment it would have to be one unified commitment Mm -hmm. to make it i think that they are cults in america but i don't believe america as a whole is one cult Mm. interesting but there are little pockets of cults within the countries, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: within the
1: country okay very interesting like i don't think there's a wrong answer but that's what i kind of interpreted based on the definition um early christianity was considered just a cult just a cult by both jewish people and romans islam was long considered just a cult by medieval christians and of course, many Protestant groups, from the Baptists to the Quakers, were considered cults by Christians. Mm. Um, they were considered cults, but they were Christianity.
0: They were small little sects outside of like the main the main belief systems yeah. back then. Hmm. Yeah.
1: So there's two different types of cults: the benign cult and the destructive cult. Benign cult, um, well, let me first say that that's not something that I invented or came up with. But a mind expert named Stephen Hassan, who wrote Combating Cult Mind Control um, and the Recovery from Destructive Cults, said that um, there's these two forms. But um, basically, the destructive cults often don't fit the common stereotypes of communes and matching robes. But the experience is that um, certain people live in their houses and apartments and go to work as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you wouldn't even know that they're in a cult um, unless you start having a conversation with them. But the destructive cults um, are very dishonest from the beginning. They always lie to new members about their true intentions. And according to Hassan, either through outright untruths or withholding and or distorting vital information so it appears more tantalizing at first
0: hmm that's interesting that's interesting either way both of those terms seem to like try and lure people into those belief systems right
2: yeah
0: Hmm.
1: maybe christianity or popular religions are benign cults where you go to church you go to your sermon every sunday but you're not obligated to. I don't know, not do something because of your religion. You still have the freedom to go to your apartment. You don't have to go to several retreats every month or.
0: I mean, people go to church every Sunday, though. Hold yeah, up.
1: Yeah, but it's not hurtful.
0: Before we get into that, let's uh, take a break for our quick sponsors, and we will come right back. Black
1: Velvet is proud to sponsor Creative Habits Podcast. Black Velvet is a Black-owned family business providing skincare products. Handmade, intentional, and designed to nurture the skin and body. Lather in luxury with our signature Black Velvet Shea Butter. Our base is raw shea infused with essential oils and vitamins to revive and enhance your natural skin's glow. We offer unisex options and a grooming kit to ensure quick and essential groom for daily application, for any occasion or season. Try our Beard Gang Kit collection, perfect for a man on the go, with notes of barbershop orange and essential oils to protect and nurture your beard growth. Visit us on Etsy at Shop Black Velvet, or follow us on Instagram, by Black Velvet.
0: And we're back, so I don't know about that because religions like christianity um islam and um even judaism have well not the religion itself but the people who practice that religion have um did some incredibly destructive type of things you know destroying each other because of one's religion
1: Hmm. now that you say that i wanted to share something Maybe it's along the lines of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So let me just quickly pull it up.
0: Some of the craziest things you ever heard your religious family say to you. Like I remember having my second daughter and my grandmother wanted to see them. So instead of her like acting in the regular formal way, she was just like, when are you going to let me see the little bastards? And I was just like, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, because you had them out of wedlock. Then I guess my family found out that I was dating this Muslim girl for a while, so my family's predominantly Christian, and I guess my grandmother found out she called me and she was like, hey, just give me a call to let you know if you marry that Muslim that we're going to have to disown you because you're going to go to hell, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Then I got this cousin that's a lesbian, right? So my grandmother calls me recently, actually, and she was like, hey, I was just wondering, is your cousin dead yet? Because I know hell's waiting for her.
1: So that was um, a TikToker named Church Cobain.
0: That is fucked up. And there's really people out there who who think like that. There's really people out there who think like that, which is even more crazy to me. That shit is crazy. And I I know people and some some in my family and some not who believe those type of things. I, look, I get it. No disrespect, you believe in your religion, you believe what you think or what you believe is right. But my perspective is God is everything, like all the religions, all of people, all of existence, all the animals, like planets, stars, space, everything like God is everything. And all these different religions is just different translations of that God different from from different perspectives, from different languages, from different life experiences. So it's no one true religion There's no one true answer. Like there's a bunch of different answers.
1: What are some when, what is the crazy thing that you have somebody has ever said to you? That was cultish.
0: i never really had anything crazy said to me so i always bring that up this up but um when i was younger i used to go to bible study um to this church that was like right up the street from me um from where i was living and i had a lot of questions about what we were being taught and one too many questions got me kicked out of bible study you know and what they were saying is you can't question this. You can't, you just have to believe wholeheartedly. If we don't have an answer for your questions, it's just belief. You have to believe you have to have faith, but how can I have faith in something? If there's too many plot holes in it, if it doesn't make sense to me, if it doesn't, if what I'm reading or what, what, what I'm putting my all in doesn't, relate to me or I can't relate to it I I don't see myself in it or I don't see any of my people in it what purpose does it have for me What, what what purpose do I have for it you know what I mean it's just like going to school and pledging allegiance to a flag that that's an inanimate object you know it doesn't really have any purpose until people put purpose in it you know, what I mean, like money, like I think the number one religion or the number one cult right now is money.
1: Do religions and cults have um, a superior superiority complex? Absolutely. Attached to it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it's just all control at the end of the day is it controls what we think it controls how we maneuver through this space of existence it controls how we relate to other people you know if you don't believe in what i believe in then we can't hang you know if you're in a room full of people who speak like you think like you wear similar clothes than you how, how can you how do you challenge yourself how do you grow how do you gain different perspectives other than the same ones that's in your bubble Hmm. you know that sounds like a very boring and terrible prison to be in
1: because so many people believe in something um whether it's religion or if they do not like the word religion and maybe seeking empowerment it seems like as people we require some form of structure Mm. but there's no um, there's no difference or there's a blurred kind of line between their understanding of control and structure Mm. or maybe it's not blurred line and control and structure are technically the same thing because without structure like what is keeping you, quote-unquote, balanced or having some sense of control within yourself. Hmm. Because I guess the whole idea of having a religion is that you are trying to connect yourself spiritually with with the higher power or higher being or whatever you believe in.
0: That or it's just a number, another form of tribalism. I have to fit in. I don't want to be left out of the cool crew I want
1: to be a part of the clan
0: you know what I mean
1: but are we instinctively or like naturally as human inclined to draw ourselves towards something or be attached to some form of structure
0: I think we I think we are drawn to being a part of something larger than ourselves because we don't want to be alone
1: so then people take advantage of that by having cults
0: but yeah yeah
1: i think the the culture thing i've ever heard um this was someone that was outside of the christian religion and my grandparents are very christian Mm. um and they are coming from a different perspective or a spiritual belief But every time I saw them, um, they, you know, brought up my grandparents. And we were very genuine starting off like, oh, you know, how are your grandparents? Um, And because my grandparents are African, you know, from the continent. And they were Africans from the States. And kind of like getting into African spirituality or whatnot. um, The comment that they made after, like, you know, being interested in seeking about, like, getting information about how my grandparents were. They were like, oh, but um, are your grandparents still Christian? Mm. So, but in a condescending way, like kind of like yeah. trying to be smart
2: mm.
1: because, you know, they've now are of the higher power, like understanding of the African spirituality, but kind of saying that my, par- my grandparents are still brainwashed and dumb because they're Christian. Mm and it threw me off guard because after that statement they were asking you know like so what about your spirituality are you praying are you doing this like just inquiring about me converting into what they believe in Mm. and even though that that was something that um was exposed to me i still had questions i'm not just gonna follow something because i grew up in it or like because i was exposed to that right i still want to have a path of my own and to be open to the different Things that I can <laughs> seek for myself, so I don't know. That kind of rubbed me off the way, off the wrong way. But it was seeming very cultish because it was judgmental, mm. but also trying to lure me into something. I don't know.
0: Isn't that funny when someone joins one of these organizations, and I do mean organizations, because it's basically an organization. They suddenly feel the urge to draw people in with them so I remember when I first quote unquote became woke and militant I would oh you eating pork oh you uh, doing this the white man this the white man that and just constantly exhausting myself and pushing my beliefs on other people and then i have to suddenly like sit back and realize like what the hell are you doing like
1: what is it for
0: what is it for like what
1: you're doing is almost like recruiting others i get (laughs) i get
0: it i get it you know what i mean like people are going to believe what they believe in and it shouldn't be my job or my duty to try to influence people to believe in what I believe in you know and I just got quiet I stopped doing it like it just didn't make sense to me anymore you know and I had this one friend who was basically a troublemaker growing up and he used to do a lot of like thuggish type shit (laughs) thuggish type things and um he found you know, Christianity, Well, he joined Christianity, they recruited him. And all of a sudden he wanted to re- recruit me. It was like, you still smoking that stuff? You still drinking? You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Um, try God. Try this. Try that. Um, there's only one God. There's only one belief. If you don't believe this, you're going to hell. If you keep doing that, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. Christians always trying to send somebody to hell. But, just because you think that you found your life's path doesn't mean it's It's the same path for everyone else Mm -hmm. you know we're all individual we're we're all i think that i believe that we're one conscious organism not even an organism like a spiritual thing that's seeking different perspectives from everything in order to gain like data information and experiences and we're not meant to all follow one thing because we won't get any it's like trying a science experiment if you keep doing the same science experiment you're only going to get one result but if you do it from like different perspectives different measurements different look at it from different angles you might get a different result you know what I mean so we're all one big science experiment
1: remember though like being at school and you have different cliques yeah so you have the popular kids on one side the nerds on one side theater club you know the theater club yeah. the artists um the ones that kind of can jump in and out of everybody's situation yeah, yeah, yeah. um I kind of look at it as how humans interact with one another in real life yeah in general like we're still children at school in those settings that have different cliques and some people like you and I who can jump into different things and still you know believe in God or whatever but Mm. not have really have a clique that we're attached to whereas um, certain people or some people tend to stick with a certain group of people and their ideals and beliefs, and judge each other because they believe that they're the
2: best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: stick within that bubble. Um, so sometimes I think um, cults, more so than religion, or if we're considering religion a cult, cults um, don't allow people to think for themselves
2: mm-hmm.
1: without facing judgment or without facing, you know, punishment or cruelty. Mm. For questioning or thinking, critically thinking for themselves about what decisions they want to make, what information that they want to receive, and mm-hmm. not follow. There are strict guidelines within cults that hinder people from being free.
0: I think <laughs> that's that's the whole goal at the end of the, at the end of the day um, for cults and religions. Like you can't think for yourself. You know, it's in God's hands. It's pray to God. It's do this, do that. Like, there's no room to to think for yourself.
1: Is it a myth that it is disrespectful not to pay respects to a higher being? I don't know. Because I think that's what a lot of people hold against those that don't traditionally pray or do certain rituals to connect to God is that you're disrespecting the life and surroundings and everything that
0: could allows it, you to be here. Could it be fear based too though? I don't know. You know because besides being conscious like my background and my family background is, is Baptist you know and a lot of people in my family and my friends that I grew up with you can't speak out against it or you might go to hell like they hell is a very recent invention like before the alterations in the King James Bible hell was um a story curated i forget the author's name but it's called Dante's Inferno like it has nothing to do with the bible and um King James and his court decided to put that hell concept within the the King James version. You know, I guess to another form of control. You know, it's like getting a a slap on the wrist. You can't do certain things or this negative thing will happen to you. Mm. So on the back of our head, like if I go against this certain ideal or or spiritual belief i might go to hell and if you think about it hell only exists within a christian as aspect like let's say a native american person who who practice his or her traditional beliefs there's no such thing as that negative space
1: there is shunning people shun family members and certain people that don't follow something right if there's no hell you're definitely shunned or removed from right that situation now that I'm thinking about the definition of cult it really depends on what side you're on Mm -hmm. because non-believers who we would be considered could potentially be considered a cult because there's a group of us that don't associate with religions and tend to do things differently Mm -hmm. and think you know self thinkers or whatever where you know that category is labeled as so it just depends on what side of the lens you have that is projecting onto others and calling that a cult
0: Mm. yeah yeah damn it's that's it's crazy it's crazy do we have any like examples or previous histories of cults that um that we know about the most
1: terrifying cults in history
0: yeah let's try that
1: okay well i think there's quite a few um school of prophets from polygamy to death row ron lafferty was convicted of murdering his brother's wife and her toddler in 1984 lafferty a member of renegade polygamous cult called the school of prophets killed can you edit me
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay Lon lafferty was convicted of murdering his brother's wife and her toddler in 1984 lafferty a member of a renegade polygamous cult called the school of prophets killed the women because of her opposition to plural man- marriage lafferty claimed he committed the killings after a revelation from god um there's another guy (laughs) and his name was marcus wesson and he had a cult called the vampire cult Mm -hmm. so a guy marries his eight-year-old daughter and by the time she's 26 she's had 11 kids but this guy also engages in sexual relationships with each of his other daughters reason being he says it's how fathers show affection and each of the daughters believes him defends him claims there was never any um assault or harassment involved and the guy's sons call him the gentlest sweetest dad in the whole wide world Hmm. but this guy by the way believes that he's jesus actually believes that he's jesus and of course jesus was a vampire and because jesus drank blood to become immortal so must he and he buys coffin beds for his kids, In the end, his incestuous family cult becomes the site of a mass murder because he just shoots everyone and walks out of his front door in freshness saturated in blood
2: What the hell?
1: <laughs> as mad as this is, it isn't the plot of a B-movie horror film or a discarded Hollywood mashup of Stephen King meets Anne Rice. No, Marcus Weston was an actual person who lives this demented story. And according to all that's interesting, he is still alive and hanging out in death row. In 2004, the self proclaimed vampire god murdered his entire family because he'd rather they went to heaven together than go into child custody services.
0: Mm. That's crazy. I got one for you. Oh, yeah. were you done?
1: I'm done.
0: Um, The Heaven's Gate Colts. In the early 1970s, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles renamed themselves Bo and Pete and took a road trip across the U.S., assembling a group they called The Crew. For the next 20 years, the group lived in various camps in Southern California and took on new followers. The groups believed that earth was about to be wiped clean and the only chance to survive was to leave it. Mm. Um, Nettles died of liver cancer in 1985, but Applewhite continued to lead the group. About five years later, the group isolated themselves from their friends, family, and the public and relied on the internet to recruit new members. In 1997, Applewhite persuaded 38 followers to kill themselves, telling them that they wouldn't be dying but leaving their earthly vessels behind. The group rented, rented a mansion in Southern California where members took fin, uh some 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 type of uh some type of poison, I Fennel guess. I don't know. by Yeah. <laughs> Mixed with applesauce and washed it down with uh, vodka, then put plastic bags over their heads. Applewhite plus 38 other people between ages 26 and 72 died in three groups uh, over three days. Hmm. Um, authorities found the corpses lying in bunk beds covered by purple cloths. They were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants, new black and white Nike sneakers and armbands reading Heaven Gates Away Team. Three other people connected to Heaven's Gate later committed suicide, bringing the cult's death toll to 42. Now, that is crazy.
1: Let's not forget. Do you remember um, or know the quote, don't drink the Kool-Aid?
0: Uh Jim Jones. Jim Jones, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so on November 18, 1978, the People's Temple founder Jim Jones led hundreds of his followers in a mass murder suicide. This was at their agricultural commune in a remote part of the South American nation of Guyana. Many of Jones' followers willingly ingested a poison laced punch while others were forced to do so at gunpoint. The final death toll at Jonestown that day was 909. A third of those who perished were children. Jim Jones was a charismatic churchman who established the People's Temple, a Christian sect.
0: Mm. Let's let's do um one more good one and we can have our final thoughts. Um you ever heard of Charles Manson? Yes. The Manson family. The Manson family was a commune and a cult created by Charles Manson in California, 1960. Manson's followers were mostly young women. They believed that he was a reincarnation of Jesus and he taught that race war, that a race war was coming. Pictured from the left, Charles Manson followers Susan Atkins and um, Patricia Crinwell and leslie van holton now that's a picture i'll show y'all um manson instructed his followers to kill people because he believed the murders would provoke a race war wow in all nine people were murdered in several separate attacks manson was convicted of nine counts of first degree murder he was imprisoned until his death in 2017 other members of the cult still in prison so he basically convict, uh, convinced a lot of younger women um, to kill people which is crazy like, how do you do that
1: I want to ask you a question Shoot. Um, well we kind of answered or had a conversation about why people join cults but why do people start them
2: are they mm. narcissists
1: Did they not get enough affection or attention so they decide to find a group that they can kind of Hmm. lead?
0: Maybe something is missing, you know.
1: And do certain personalities, like certain type of people.
0: Maybe it's it's a, a lack of love from childhood or some type of trauma that stemmed that narcissism or i don't know maybe it's some people just get drunk with power i'm
1: thinking too um because
0: there's people who are naturally charismatic well thought out speakers you know and what if somebody gets stuck in a situation or show uh ends up in a situation where they just make too much sense and people start following them i don't know
1: yeah some
0: like Dr. Umar
1: The cults are not always negative like I don't think that it's defining negative groups I Mm. think that if you're in an organization it's a little bit of a cult without Mm. you know harassment or anything but you're joining something where you believe as a group as a whole that you know certain beliefs are better than others or (laughs) you know like there's a certain way of life that you carry yourself with that is not necessarily the norm so maybe anything could be a cult
2: because
1: i I think of you wanting to have a commune i don't want a commune (laughs) because that would be a situation where you know you could be a leader you you know how you want your commune to run and then it becomes a cult (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't want like a whole bunch of. When I think of commune, I think of like a, a a big compound where all the land is paid for. A lot of different houses are are on that land. Our family lives on that land. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying like bring a whole bunch of different people there, and I don't want to be the 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 speaker or the chief or nothing like that. I just want. All of us to like live in peace outside of like the 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 rigmarole of the world. You know that what sounds I mean?
1: like that cult that said we're not a cult that we watched on Vice, <laughs> the TikTok cult. Yeah, I don't know. It
0: don't have to be. Well, I <laughs> guess it's a cult if they if you, if they think it's a cult, but it's not a cult. Like we 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 escape the the matrix. <laughs> I don't know i'm gonna still get the common.
1: that's fine i'll visit you on saturdays
0: <laughs> so um i guess that's it that's that's your final thoughts
1: um my final thoughts yeah uh, yeah i mean you can wrap it
0: up okay let's wrap it up um here is your quote of the day by tupac shakur reality is wrong dreams are for real don't forget to like share subscribe and um i hope you guys have a great one thank you for listening